This is In The Know. I'm Allison Beer. Welcome back to Need to Know with ACCT. I am here with our senior policy analyst, Allison Beer, and we're talking about a report that we just published about working students. Allison, what was the impetus for writing this paper? As many of our listeners might remember, last year we published a report called Partnerships for a Future Ready Workforce. That report took a broad look at community colleges' roles in workforce development, partnering with businesses, and thinking about supporting students for uh, careers of the future, which are careers of today. Um, so from that report, you know, we wanted to take a deeper dive into a few key issues, and the first being um, how to support working students. If we're talking about community colleges and workforce development, the first thing we need to recognize is that most of community colleges, most of community college students are working while they're enrolled. They're pursuing their educational and their career goals simultaneously. And what we found in the report through some of our interviews of um, community colleges that there is that there is a wide array of ways that uh, working students can and need to be supported. So there are working students who are working in their working in a field that's related to their course of study, but there are also students who are working to support their financial needs, and that's actually the majority of students. Um, you know, so they're working to pay for their tuition and fees for you know their living expenses, such as housing, food, and transportation, um, and you know also for childcare and other family needs. So this report looks into a variety of different campus supports that um, colleges can use to support students who have different goals in their work and their education. And uh, one that I uh, didn't think of until we did this report, or didn't think of too uh, too in depth, was uh, childcare because we have a lot of uh, students with children or who are supporting children. And um, Austin Community College was the institution we interviewed about that. And they've got a variety of different programs to support parents who have uh, kids they need to look after. Right, we chose to look at the Austin Community College District's child care programs because we thought they were doing an innovative approach where they're not just offering one option for child care on campus, they actually have three different options. And the options to us stood out as being particularly well suited to suit the needs of working students. So the three different options that they use are one, you know, offering childcare subsidies so parents can choose the childcare provider that works best for them. Um, they also have a uh, subsidized childcare program on campus for students who have a zero expected family contribution, so that being very low income students. And then they also have a third option, which is a drop-in child care program in partnership with the YMCA. And the drop-in program in particular was something new and interesting that stood out to us um, that more colleges can learn from. Another program we looked at was the SkyFlex program in Kentucky. And that is a, a flexible scheduling program, which allows students to take uh, take a class but not have to worry about missing specific components of that class because of their work schedule. So one of the things they do is they offer um, the same lab for a course on different days of the week. Right. I think the SkyFlex program is also interesting in their approach to offering um, 
this flexible schedule for working students and one day they do that is with supports on different days of the week like you mentioned but also offering online and hybrid courses mm-hmm. you know i think there's a lot of hesitation right now about talking about online courses um, they can be great for scheduling but then also we need to recognize that students who need the most support often aren't served best by online courses but the Kentucky Skyflex program is acknowledging that and they're really thinking about how to best support students but still make the course options flexible for them. Yeah, and I think one of the keys there is that they're using the online component to prepare students for the in-person component, which I think uh, in most cases tends to be a lab. Right, so students are reinforcing their material both online and in-person. Uh, were there any key data points that you looked at um, through your research that you think uh, that you think we should be aware of? So for data, uh, we relied on data from the U.S. Department of Education's National Post-Secondary Student Aid Study, which is also called NIPSAS. People might have heard it referred to by the acronym. Um, so from NIPSAS, we learned that almost 70% of community college students are working while enrolled. Mm-hmm. That's either part-time, full-time, or a combination. Uh, I think that statistic is well documented and something that college leaders know. Another data point that really stood out to me was if students are working in jobs that are related to their field of study. So 70% of community college students who work are not working in a job related to their field of study, which implies one, that students are working to support their financial needs, and that two, colleges have an opportunity to better connect students' jobs to their educational experience. The third institution that we looked at was Lakeshore Technical College in Wisconsin, and we looked at their program because they're really trying to allow students' careers and their education to work together in concert by allowing students to uh, create a program that's specifically tailored to what their needs might be. Uh, career-wise and education-wise, like for example, a student who has uh, experience in manufacturing but has taken classes in accounting might want to put together a program where they're specifically looking at manufacturing for, or uh, excuse me, specifically looking at accounting for manufacturing. It was really interesting talking to the college leaders from Lakeshore, and one question we had for them is how sustainable is a program that this is so individualized to students' needs. And what we learned from them is that they're thinking about individualizing these degree programs, but then also building them out into um, larger programs on campus when the employer demand is there. So this paper is part of a series of papers that we're doing um, with Guardian Life Insurance. And we have a couple more coming up. Allison, do you wanna walk through what those are? Right. Um, so like I said, we wanted to take a deeper dive into a couple issues that were that we talked about in our original report. And so over the next year and a half, you'll see three more papers coming out in this series. The next one will be focused on how to use prior learning assessments to connect students' career experience to their educational experience. The third will be on upskilling, and the fourth paper in this series will be a closer look at automation and the impacts on students. And all of these papers will have institutional profiles as well, correct? Right. Uh, We are really looking forward to learning what colleges are doing um, and spotlighting some creative 
programs. And so if you have a program that you want us to highlight, feel free to reach out and we'd love to learn more. Yeah, please do. And if you want to find uh, more information about uh, this this first paper, the working Sports for Working Students paper, it's available on our website at www.acct.org.